I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence. You're listening to the IBS iViews podcast. IBS Intelligence is back in 2022 with the second edition of its Neo Challenger Bank Awards. Nominations are open now. Go to our website or Google Neo Challenger Awards to learn more. With me today is Liam Chenels, CEO and founder of Detected. We'll come on to what Detected itself is all about in a moment. But first of all, how do you get there from here? What are the challenges now of setting up and running a startup fintech and how do you overcome them? Liam, this is a process you've gone through. What were the hurdles? I think the first hurdle is knowing that you won't understand all of the hurdles fundamentally. It's quite an intimidating process because as you enter into the process of building a business, you really start to get to grips with things that you would never be able to understand unless you'd built a business before. And for context, this is the first time I've set up and built a business. So all of the complexity around financial operations, legalities, company registrations, you don't quite realize how substantial some of those things are until you enter into them. So that's what I'd say was the biggest challenge to start with is wrapping your head around what needs to be done. And it has to be something that takes up all of your time because you wouldn't do this if you weren't enthusiastic about what you're doing. Without any doubt. I, one of the things that I regularly say is, and I say this to the team as well, is that I wake up each day with New Year's Day energy. So that first day of the year when you've got a new notepad and you feel as though you can take on the world, I, I don't think you can be a founder unless you have that feeling every morning and you bring that energy to, to what you do day to day. Now, you ran a little survey last year of Series A chief executive officers to find out what they would do differently if they could start again. Was that, first of all, a helpful exercise? And what did you learn from it? It was a helpful exercise. One of the things that's shaped how I run this business is by leaning on the experience of those around me who've been both successful and unsuccessful in what I'm trying to achieve. The thing that came out of it was that actually... In the majority of cases, they said that if they'd have had the opportunity to, they'd have slowed down and taken a look at the business from a position of not being in the day-to-day of it. So, you know, could I slow down, research my market, fully get to grips with and analyze what my product is, fully look at my client base and see if those three things all tie together and will help the business grow to the level that I want it to grow. So I took that advice on um, and slowed down and went through that process at the start of this year, which was very important in getting us to the stage that we're at now. But is that something that actually is really viable? Because the one thing I seem to have learned in the last few years about fintechs is they're all businesses in a hurry. You're always in a hurry. There's no doubt about that. I think the thing that allows us to do that is that the quality of the technology that we've built means that we have a foundation for growth. So what I mean by that is there are a load of businesses that have done extremely well, the existing systems patched together with a brand wrapped around them. And from there, you're purely on a growth trajectory, you know, signing clients on that proposition. Whereas I know that we've got some strong proprietary technology that we've built, which means that we can take the time to understand exactly where it fits in the market and exactly how we should be presenting it um, and all that good stuff. So it's worked well for us. All right. Well, let's talk a little bit about your business in the specific then, Detected. What are you detecting? What do you do? (laughs) Um, Thanks for using the name as it was intended. Fundamentally, where money moves, businesses need to understand who the businesses are that they're working with. And 
I haven't met a business to this day that's doing a brilliant job of onboarding businesses. And there's two aspects to that. The first aspect is the experience of the business that's being onboarded themselves. And I liken it to the e-commerce experience, right? Like it shouldn't be a clunky, complicated, frustrating process. So making it great for the businesses that are being onboarded, but also making sure that the top companies, so the companies that are onboarding the businesses, get all the information they need to be compliant and to adhere to their risk obligations. So we've mapped the two together to say, yep, businesses onboarded, this should be a clean, smooth experience, but also they should get all the data to be able to make risk decisions. And this is something that's more and more important as more and more business moves onto a digital basis. It's not like I can walk around to the offices and visit a prospective new client or a prospective new supplier and kick the tires and light the fires. You just don't do that anymore. You have a, an, an online relationship. You do. And international businesses where a lot of businesses are getting growth, operating in a market that isn't your domestic market is important. And like you say, if, for example, we're both in the UK, to find information about a company in the UK, you'd go to company's house and you'd find that information. If I said to you, find information about a company in Panama or a company in Luxembourg or a company in Jamaica, you'd, you'd find it a lot more difficult. What we've done is we've enabled businesses to find out that sort of core information. So credit, financial, PEP and sanctions, adverse media. But then what we also allow is for the businesses that are being onboarded to supplement that sort of government level information with information that they've uploaded. So ID verifications, document uploads, um, filling in UBO information, which then creates one single consistent profile for any country on earth that's a blend of government information and business uploaded information. I think it's important to underline for people that the issues of due diligence and compliance are not something that are wholly just for the financial arena and businesses in the financial arena. This is something that any business needs to understand, needs to be au fait with, needs to implement. Agree. One of the things that came out of the research that we did at the start of this year was that there is huge application for what we do in supply chain, in insurance, in construction, in agriculture. Because fundamentally, we have software that allows people to work out who are businesses that they're working with. And that almost knows no bounds. So absolutely not restricted to financial services. In terms of strategy, from my perspective, where money moves, people are on the hook, right? <laughs> so there's a bigger problem to solve in that space. But yeah, absolutely broadly applicable. Who are you looking to attract with your solutions at this stage? Our focus is on enterprise payments businesses. So the businesses who operate internationally and move money. So that's everything from the PSPs to the merchant acquirers. That's the neobanks. That's a the sort of banking as a service businesses. It's a broad range. But fundamentally, if you are a business that moves money internationally, we should be talking. Moving money internationally has problems all of its own. How do you plug into other systems or are you trying to offer an all-encompassing solution? There's two elements to connectivity from where we sit. The first element of connectivity is the data sources that we're connected to to allow us to pull that sort of government level and publicly and sold data. Um, so we use businesses like Orbis and Dillasense and Bureau Van Dyke, and we sort of aggregate the information that we collect from that group of partners 
using an algorithm, which helps us to dynamically select the best one. The second element of connectivity is connectivity to businesses' existing systems. So if you are a payments business and you use Salesforce to record all of the businesses who are onboarded, we have connectivity into those systems. So things like CRMs and ERP, you know, that sort of thing. We're connected into their internal systems by API. And what's the next step for Detected? You're still a startup. Coming back to our original topic of conversation, where do you grow from here? First things first, we put in place a brilliant CRO. So somebody who's responsible for all of our revenue, because I think it needs somebody dedicated. So we've recently hired a top 100 women in fintech lady called Rebecca Duckworth of Fiserv fame. She's uh, come in to own that part of the business. So the first thing is that we grow our revenue base and we make sure that we've got clients using the product. Uh, And the second is that we'll be kicking off our Series A in September to close in the early part of next year. You're kicking off your Series A. Going back to what I mentioned earlier, you did that little survey of Series A CEOs. What were, just to underline them, the key things you learned from those conversations that you've plugged in specifically to your own plans? Again, taking that time to slow down and really, if if you can do it and understand your business, the market you sit in. And then in terms of the actual process of the Series A fundraise, the main thing that I got from those guys was to just be really sure about what your core proposition is and to articulate that well, articulate the problem that it solves. And the other thing was just to be ambitious. Most VCs, they want you to be ambitious. There's absolutely no merit in you returning 3x on the money that they put in. And, you know, I've got, I'm sure it comes across, I've got huge ambitions for where this business goes. And I suppose to summarize that, because I figure it'd probably be your next question anyway, um, is that what happens in KYC, what's happening in KYC is that a passport is a piece of paper owned by a person that says, here is who I am in any country. And that's being digitized. It is. There's um, efforts to make that happen now, um, because it, fundamentally, everybody has a passport number. Business identity follows individual identity. And we're ideally placed as the business that has connected government level information with information that people have on themselves in a single profile as it stands in at the moment per client of ours there there can be duplicate records to pull the walls down to say actually the single record of truth for business identity is your detected profile and to have the businesses themselves own and manage that supplemented by data that we've provided is a huge proposition that solves a problem across hundreds of industries around the world just one final cautionary, perhaps, question. The business environment is getting tougher. Do you foresee any issues as a result of that? So on, on the sort of business activity, I think it's it's a great time for us because compliance becomes even more important and we're essentially offering, offering automated compliance. So on that side, I think we're good. In terms of the, the sort of venture landscape and the amount of money that's being invested, I I actually welcome it. We have a solid business in a market that's growing. We're approaching it in a way that nobody else has approached it. We've got a strong team of people behind the business and within the business. So actually, the the down rounds are only because things are overpriced. And as a business that doesn't waste money and isn't frivolous and has created something great on a budget, actually taking investment to fuel growth from a solid foundation, I'm pretty comfortable with, or never comfortable because I'm in the job I'm in, but happy with where we are. And I think we can raise good money at good multiples for that reason. Liam Chanels, Chief Executive Officer and Founder of Detected, thank you very much.